Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Robin Mater for Diva Monthly Strategies for Success on Blog Talk Radio, where once a month we bring you some great strategies that you can use to help you step out of the box and become even more successful. One of the things we're going to talk about tonight is webinars. Uh, they are very great to get your name out there and build your business, as well as to translate some wonderful information that you have to others across the country. You don't have to travel. You can do a webinar right from your own home. I did a webinar last year for a company called Witty, and it was just wonderful because I had all these hundreds of women that had called in to be on my webinar from across the country. And these are women that I would not have reached had I not done a webinar. In, this, in that particular case, that was a webinar I did for another company. So those opportunities do exist for you where companies who do webinars will bring you in and have you talk about something that you're an expert on. There are a couple steps um, that I'd like. First off, the online seminars or dem- uh, webinars are a dynamic, engaging way to convey information to a geographically dispersed audience who are on a budget, who can't travel, but want also to build your name because uh, you can do them globally as well. Uh, one of the things you want to start with is you uh, have to look at what is your business, and you have to ask yourself whether a webinar is the right tool for your needs. So you have to look at, say, okay, is this best for what I do? Consider your audience, the subject matter, and the time you'll need to cover your topic. If you're addressing a small internal audience of colleagues about a new organizational call, for example, a webinar may not be the best tool. It might be better for you to do a seminar training, um, you know, for a call, and you can, or you could do a um, write a blog or look at some other medium. So you have to really identify what it is you're trying to do. So once you've decided that a webinar meets your needs, you might want to talk to others who've done webinars so that you will know more information of just what they've done. Now, the other next question you're going to ask yourself, are you doing the webinar all by yourself? Or are you going to uh, bring in speakers who are experts on different topics? So you need, you'll need to assemble a team of staff members or volunteers to help you run it. Usually there are four main players. You could actually play all these parts yourself. The organizer, the facilitator, the presenter or presenters, and assistants. Like I said, you might feel, you know, in today's world, we sometimes fill all the slots ourselves. Um, the organizer and the facilitator is the person responsible, and that could be you, for developing the webinar topic, locating a speaker if you're going to have one, and actually marketing the event, setting up the registration, and communicating with participants. The organizer usually partip- participates in the webinar itself somehow, introducing speaker, interviewing the subject matter experts, moderating audience questions, and encouraging the audience to participate. The organizer also monitors the overall situation and helps to troubleshoot logical and technical problems. In fact, I saw something where Patricia Fripp indicated sometimes when you're doing a webinar, it's better to have 
two computers so that if one, something goes wrong with one, you can just jump in on the other. Um, so that is something to think about as well. Some of the, um, you need to do also, you need to determine the format. So for instance, a, uh, if you determine that you're going to have one speaker, what that is is a single presenter speaking demonstrates and answers questions from the audience. The pros about it are there are fewer people to coordinate and train on the webinar too. And the cons is that a lone presenter is more likely to become the authority at the front of the room, which might make some in the audience reluctant to participate and ask questions. Or you could determine that it's going to be an interview style. The interviewer asks and sets um, a group of questions. And the pose of that, it's more engaging to hear multiple voices, and you're going to get multiple answers. And then the fact that the interviewer is asking questions of the expert often encourages the audience to do the same. The cons are more people to train and coordinate, and also more scheduling the run-through and the actual webinar may be more difficult. Then you have the moderated panel discussion. And this would be where you might have multiple people on the line at the same time with a moderator facilitating the discussion. And the pros of that, it, again, it offers a variety of voices and perspectives. And the cons, again, is that you have more people to train and coordinate and the scheduling of the run-through. And then it can be challenging to keep panelists from talking over each other. Then the next um, one that you might have is the interactive, which I think is really a great one. It's an, uh, where the audience and member participate fully via instructor-led exercise and facilitate conversation. This would be just like if you were somewhere doing a training. If done well, participants receive a deeper understanding of the topic because they're fully engaged in the dialogue and exercises. So, and, and the pros, the cons on that are that you can only um, accommodate a small group. Um, and like when I did the one that I did with Witty, they actually sent out all my information ahead of time. So the, the people that were going to participate on the call with me on the webinar actually knew uh, something about me, knew what we were going to talk about, so could actually ask me questions. So we had a lot of interaction. So the other thing is you need to have uh, webinars rely on audio and visuals to get the message across. Both should be engaging. Plain slides with a lot of text don't work, as well as interesting visuals that illustrate the topic being discussed. Some visuals you may wish to include with your presentation are things like um, an introductory slide reminding your audience how to log in to the audience, what time the webinar will begin. A slide introducing each presenting, uh, presenter, including their bio and what they're going to talk about. A quick overview of the webinar agenda and the topics to be covered. Screen grabs of the website or tools you will be discussing. For example, if you're going to give some information of different places that are examples of them to look at, you want to be sure you have the web addresses so that they'll be able to um, go there immediately. Then you need to pick, there's a lot of web conferencing tools out there, um, many of them offering a variety of features tailored to different needs. Uh, there's, um, there's, one is uh, conferencecall.com, the other is um, 
GoWebinar.com, and you can Google those and you'll be able to find. Uh, And again, each one, there are some ones that are free, but they don't accommodate a lot of people, but... You, so you have to look at if you're going to have 15 to 20 participants, then you can get you know a package pretty free, reasonable. But if you're going to get a larger one, then the packages are more expensive. As I said, some of the packages are free. Other vendors charge for web conferencing. Once you reach the number, new participants find themselves locked out. So the thing is, if you're doing this to build a base, the idea was each time you do a webinar, you're going to ha- end up with more and more people. So um, you want to look at something that as you expand, you have the opportunity with what you're using to also expand. Um, you'll ask, you know, you'll need to know what features will you need. So again, I think um, I've been thinking of starting a webinar myself, and I'm thinking, okay, what I'm going to do is talk to people who are successfully doing them and learn from them what mistakes they made, who they would recommend to use, because they're the ones that are doing it. They would know, rather than somebody like me just starting out and have no idea what to do. And then uh, they have how is audio handled. You know, some, some products offer integrated web streaming audio, which allows participants to listen to the presentation through their computer speakers or their computer headset. With this arrangement, if participants plan to talk, then they need a microphone for the computer or a headset with a built-in microphone. If they work in close proximity to others, they will need computer headphones or a computer headset to avoid bother- bothering their name. Those, um, those headset microphones and stuff call- cost between 20 and 40. They're not too expensive. You can actually also use, um, uh, they now have television cameras that you can actually use and then people can actually see you. You need to create an agenda, and once you have the agenda, then you would be able to, um, you know, have have an idea of what you're going to talk about, and you need a schedule. For instance, you might have um, an agenda would be, say you're doing it for an hour. So at 11 o'clock you might have the moderator introduces the speaker and provides an overview of the tools. Now that... In the case where I did mine, um, the person who invited me to do the webinar introduced me. And then again at 11.05, the, the moderator talked to me and um, talked about what we were going to talk about. And then, uh, then we started the actual webinar and we opened it up for questions. Uh, I think we, we started, um, we did about 30 minutes and then we opened it up for questions. And that that took us another 20 minutes, you know, people having specific needs. And then at the end, uh, the moderator gave a, a brief description of the organization that was sponsoring the um, webinar and wrapped it up and talked about the next webinar that was coming in. And you can actually do a practice run. But webinars, you know, are really good because even sometimes it can be how it can be an income stream, even if you do a free webinar, you could have a book you sell or uh, something um, that you are offering, one of your products at discount. So it is another way to increase the bottom line. The other thing is we need to, um, so blogs are another thing that are really good to have. 
I was doing blogs on many sites, and then one day I took this wonderful class, which was free in California, that said to me and all the people in the class that it really is important to have your own blog. Because if you do a blog on someone else's site, then anybody can put up their own, you know, advertisement and all the things, and it may not be advertising that you want tied into who you are, you know, uh, because you may have your, your mission may be entirely something different. So I think it's really important to um, tie into what kind of advertising you really want tied into you. So when you do your own your own blog, which is really easy to do, then you control who the advertisers are. And what's really great, as you get bigger and larger and have more people coming to your blog, then you become more popular and people start contacting you to want to pay you to put an ad on your blog. Um, I, The company that I'm working with that I find to be incredible is a company called Infinity Arts and they are in the California area, but they do work all over the um, all over the country. And if you wanted to know more about them, and they're very reasonable, but they're wonderful. Um, they're, they're, uh, the email would be results, R-E-S-U-L-T-S, at Integrity Arts. I'm sorry, infinityarts.com. I think it's infinity. might be Integrity Arts. I'm, my brain is going... Um, and they're in Temecula, California. They also design, um, I think it's infinityarts.com. That's what it is. Results at infinityarts.com. And they are, uh, they do web design too, but they're wonderful with their blog. And they do an online free blog. If you go to my my blog, you'll be able to see um, an ad that they created, on, and it's on my website that talks about all their free blogging classes, which is www. Uh, let me see. So their their website would be www.infinityarts.com, but my blog is http, and then rblog.armater.com. Again, it's httpblog.armater.com. The other thing is we need to get oh, women and 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 men and People all over the country need to connect more in the social media. You know, you need to be on a few like Facebook or uh, LinkedIn, uh, Plaxo, eAcademy. Um, if you're doing some uh, audio and video, then, you know, there's quite a few places for that. And Twitter is another great one because it, it, we're, in a, we're in a world of social media, and the more you get on those places, the better you're going to reach out and people are going to get to know you. Um, one of the things I learned is that, like, for instance, many of them allow you to answer and ask questions. And when you do that, that even gives you more exposure as an expert. So if you're on any of those social medias, look for areas where somebody is asking a question and offer your opinion on the answer because we all have opinions. And that's what makes America so wonderful. We're allowed to say what we feel or share our information and I think it's a great tool to do that. Uh, also, you know, uh, join in on other people's blogs where you have an opportunity to post something and get your name out there. There's a great guy. His name is Mike, and he does the Toilet Paper Entrepreneur. So it's www.toiletpaper, 
www.thrivingentrepreneur.com, and you sign up free. And what happens is he his blog goes to number one on Google all the time. So what he does is he submits a question, and it, it's a business question, and everybody has their own opinion. So what happens, you submit back your answer to his question, and if you are one of the ones selected, you you uh, when you're submitting your question, you're also going to send your photo, your website, your answer to the question, and your email. And if you get selected, and underneath the question, all that information about you also gets posted. And as I said, he goes to number one on, on uh, Google all the time. So as he does that, your your name and your company and your website are all getting out there as well. And he's a great guy, and the questions are are really fantastic. So I encourage everybody to sign up. And again, it's www.toiletpaperentrepreneur.com. And you know, sign up to get the questions. And they're all questions you know answers for. It's you know a lot of them are entrepreneurial questions or business questions, and it's sharing your ideas and thoughts. Also, um, there is a there is another uh, website. It's called HelpAReporter.com or Hero H A R O HelpAReporterOut.com or H A R O.com. And what happens with that is it's a the person that does that. It's a gathering point where. Uh, uh, Newspaper are you know writers and and radio shows and blog people are looking for people to be guests or write something write articles uh, on a variety of things and they these come out twice a day they're free to get and you can scan them and see if there's any area that would be you know great for you to answer some of the questions or to be re- in, interviewed or to write a story for, I mean I've even seen sometimes the People magazine and some of the major magazines where they're going to do a story and they're looking for an expert on something and as I said they come out twice a day it's actually free so you can go to www.help a help a reporter out or www.haro.com so that's another source um, and then you can also do another one, which is www.pitchrate, P-I-T-C-H-rate.com. That one is one, again, where reporters post something that they're looking for, and then you would pitch the reporter on what you would, what you, your information that you share in that particular topic. So it's kind of fun. It's a, again, it's all about getting your name out there and, and doing these really unique things that, that builds you as an expert. The webinars, as I said, is one thing. Blogging is another way. Being on the social networks. I mean, it's, these these new automated things that we're doing today reach us out to so many more people that we never would be able to reach out before. Another great source to get listed on and even to do a radio show on is Diva Toolbox Radio. And that's www diva diva toolbox.com and go to their website sign up janet powers that runs it is incredible there's some fabulous women on the site and a few men and you can post articles you can um you can also do your own radio show you can do a weekly show monthly show every other week show whatever you'd like but again that's another media 
for you to reach out and be able to broadcast all over the country. All of those things are, you know, we need to build them into our new marketing plans of business. Yes, they take time, but there are just so many open doors, so many ways for us, and, and it's such great distance. We have to stop thinking only locally. If we have a business that we can sell to anybody anywhere in the world, then we need to go global. We need to think global. We need to be guests on radio show. We need to write articles for newspapers and magazines. We need to be interviewed. We need to write our answers to people doing blogs with questions or submit our own articles across the country on various websites that take articles. All of that is part of your marketing strategy. Another great thing that I think everybody should do is a vision board. Vision boards are incredible. It helps you, and then once you do them, what you want to do is make sure that you're always looking at your vision board because it keeps you focused. It keeps you looking at what you need to do. A year ago, actually a little over a year ago, I did a vision board, and on my vision board I put this fabulous, um, it was like a, um, not a castle, but a villa. And it, it, in it just said, create a sense of discovery. And it also had happiness there. Little did I know, but about four months after I did my board, um, a bunch of us girls were together and we were talking about, oh, uh, one of them, I, I've said something like, oh, March is my birthday, I'd love to go to Italy. And another girl said, me too, I love Italian men. The next thing you know, everybody in the room said, me too, me too. And one of the girls had brought her niece. And her niece said, well, you, uh, you know I'm from Europe. Let me see what I can do. Four days later, she came back and said, I have a fab- I'm able to put together a fabulous trip to Tuscany with um, airfare, the food, the lodging and, and villas, drivers, uh, and everything for $800 for seven days. Within a few days, we had 39 women all signed up, and we went, and we had a fabulous time. So there was my... And it turned out that the picture I had on my board is the exact picture of the villa we stayed at. The other thing I had on my board was a car. And last year, um, before the end of the year, my daughter called me up one day and said, Mom, I'd like to take you to lunch. And she, um, I did. And my car was getting kind of old. And she took me to lunch and she said, I'm buying you a car. She said, you've bought me four cars in my lifetime, so I want to buy you a car. So she took me and bought me the car, and it turned out to be almost like the car I had on my picture, very close. So, And then the other one is uh, I have a picture on my new board that says enjoy the journey, and it's a big cruise ship. Little did I know, but one of my friends put together a cruise where we're all leaving on October 31st to go on the Carnival Splendor for seven days to Cabo, Puerto Vallarta, and um, Barcelona, and the trip is only $410 round trip for seven days. So there's my ship. I mean, it's just vision boards are really, really incredible, and um, I encourage everybody to do one. It really just starts out with getting magazines, cutting out pictures, and they can be personal vision boards or they could be a vision board for your business, but just cut out pictures that some you don't know what they mean, but you kind of like them, and you'll have all of these pictures, and then you get a poster board, and you start then 
looking at them and say, what does it mean to you? And you put it up on your board, thinking about some things. You, and it could be, like I said, a personal or a business goal. One of the girls uh, that was, did hers when I did mine a couple of years, she put lots of money and she ended up winning uh, $50,000 in the California lottery. So you just never know. But you got to do these things because what they do, they as as you look at them, they stay in your mind. And I don't know if that's what makes it happen. I don't know. But I know I have my vision board on the board on my wall right ahead of my desk. So every day I'm looking at it. And, you know, you can keep changing your vision boards. They don't have to stay the same. If you get one thing, then you can take that off and put something else on or recreate a whole new board. But, again, that's another thing that we need to do for ourselves. Another thing is uh, men are better about asking for things than women. Women need to start learning to ask. We've just gotten away from it. For instance, we talked about webinars earlier. If you want to be a guest on a webinar or you want to do one, then the first thing you need to do is ask someone who is doing a webinar. How did they get started? What is it meant for their business? Do they ever bring a guest in? And maybe the first thing you might want to do is be a guest on some of the webinars that are out there. And then what can happen is from that you'll gain the knowledge you need to start doing your own webinar. The same thing as blogging. If you, you could start blogging on sites that have blogging, but with the bottom line, knowing that eventually you want to have your own um, website, to do, your own blog to do on your, that's just yours. It's not connected to anyone. I know it's made such a difference in my life since I've had my own blog, and I've had it now, I would say, six or seven months. And it's just been incredible. The people that meet and people, I've had many people call me and want to pay me to put ads on, but I want to, I'm very particular of what I want because I have my own mission. So I'm not just interested in having people throw, pay me for ads on my site unless they're the right ads. So, but I have that power to control that, and you would too once you did your own, you do your own uh, blog. Sign up for, you know, as I said, Diva Toolbox if you're a female. It's a great site. It's one of the nicest, well-put-together, run uh, sites that I've seen in a long time. The people all associated with it are wonderful. Uh, Janet also can help you with the opportunity to do a radio show, and she's right there for you. You don't even have to have the technology expertise. You know, sometimes we think we have to be experts in everything, and we really don't. We just have to do it. We have to step out. And it really amazes me, like every year, I'm, I'm in Southern California, and every year I go out to you know, share opportunities with all of my women who are part of my NAFI networks and my, the 4U networks in, that we have in California that are NAFI affiliate networks. And one, for instance, that's happening and closing on April 15th of this year is uh, the LA Business Journal every year does an awards ceremony called Women Who Make a Difference, and it's a fabulous way for women to have their pictures out there to get noticed, and they can either nominate themselves or somebody can nominate them, and yet to get them to do it is like pulling teeth, and and yet when they do, the ones that do take that journey and that step, when they do do it and go to the event, they are just so thrilled that they made themselves do it. And I even say to them, find a friend. You uh, you write up your stuff about you because you know who you are better. 
and have your friend put the name down as nominating you, and you do the same for your friend. I mean, it's such a simple process, but it seems to be so hard. Uh, last year we had 39 women from my group that were nominees. Um, there's usually about three, 250 to 300 nominees. And they're all dynamic women, but it's just such a great way for exposure. And I keep telling these women, it's all about showing up. And showing up can be showing up when you write an article, showing up when you're doing a blog, showing up when you're a guest on a radio show, showing up when you're doing a webinar or you're a guest on a webinar, showing up when you're doing a seminar, showing up when you're going to a meeting. But when you do all of those things, you need to know what it is you want and and you hope to accomplish that, not just, you know, zooming everywhere and not having an outcome. We all need an outcome because there's there's only so many days in a, you know, so many hours in a day. And we push ourselves in so many directions, so we need a plan. We need a road map. Why are we going there and what do we hope? And it may be just to make friends, and that's good. Or it may be that we're just going to see to meet some new people and and maybe even reach out and help them. And that's good, too. But there's some things that we need to do to help ourselves. We need to, if we're doing these things to grow our business, then we have to find out what is it we need, where where is it our customers are coming from, what is it we're doing to help them. Remember, it's not always about us. It's how we make a difference in the lives in their lives or their business lives or help their companies. So a lot of times it requires, if you're selling a product or a service, how is your service going to change their business? Is it, how is it going to increase their bottom line? How is it going to fill a need they have? How is it going to, you know, and in today's world where we are, you know, there's so many people losing their jobs and, if you if people are small businesses it just seems difficult to get a um people to show up and and buy your services or products so we have to work smarter not harder and that's why collaborations are so important that's why we need to be part of the diva toolbox we need to be part of the social networks we need to be part of all of these things that are offered to us because we're collaborating with them. It's not us out there alone. We're helping them. They're helping us. It's a win-win for both. So, you know, I know I, sometimes I hear people say, oh, my God, I don't have time. Well, none of us have time. But we have to look at what is the end result. My good friend and, and partner, June Davidson, always says, are you living the talent you were born with. So many times we do things that our our friends, our husbands, our our family, our mothers and dads tell us, oh, this would be the best career for you. And yet it may not be. Um, A good example of that is recently uh, I was called in to help a nonprofit put together a you know, uh, some ideas on a fundraiser, which I do a lot of that. So for me, it was pretty easy. And I happened to have that Saturday free, so I decided to show up. And while I was there, one of the gals that was there was an attorney who had just graduated from law school. And she was saying to me that that she was looking for a job but not having any luck. 
But I was feeling, because I'm very intuitive, I was feeling that what she, she, the reason she really wasn't having luck was it really was not something she really wanted to do. That, And I said to her, you know, I have this feeling that you really want to do something else. And she said to me, well, when I was in law school, what I really wanted to do was start a nonprofit to help women that don't have any transportation find an organization or money to get them transportation and to teach them how to take care of their cars and how to, you know, do all of these things and, you know, be able to work, find jobs and be more in tune of who they are and what they can do and what they need. And But she said uh, the her professor or one of her teachers or several of her teachers said to her, that's such a dumb idea. They said, um, how are you going to pay your law school debts back? And you'll never make any money. So it really discouraged her. And she really sort of gave up the idea, but it really was, I could see it was still one of her passions. And so what I suggested to her, I said, let me introduce you to a few friends of mine. They they can they can help you explore what you want to do, and they can help you see the other side of it. At least then you'll know you took a good look, and if it's not then, if it's still not what you want to do, then that at least you gave it a chance. So I did make those introductions, and a week later she called me up, and it was like she was a different person. She was telling me that she already had her, from one of the people I connected her with who sits on the board of the Heritage Foundation in Washington, D.C., helped her to get her nonprofit. Another person showed her where some grant money was, and the other person showed her how to connect with corporations so she could do some co-partnering. She already had her stationery, she had her nonprofit formed, and she was so excited. So I think that's the thing. Again, when we ask and put it out there, or if we meet somebody like I did and you could feel that maybe what they, they're doing isn't really, they're not living, like my partner June says, they're not living their God-given talent. Because, you know, if you're not doing what you love, you're not going to be successful. I know for years I had a huge job in Washington, D.C. I had a huge staff. Yes, I was making great money, but I hated my job, just hated it. And one day I decided that if I stayed, I probably would die because I was stressed out all the time and it just wasn't what I loved. And yet I was, you know, because I am a person that gives of my best, I was giving my best, but I was really miserable. So I decided to quit, and it was really not an easy time because I was a single parent with three children and no income coming in from an ex-husband. So when I gave up my job, that meant I had no money coming in. But I knew that I had to do it, and that was in 1985. And since then, I have done my own business, been an entrepreneur, put my daughter through college, and um, you know, and I'm much, much happier because I know that my passion is reaching out and helping women step out of the box and go for their dream. And when I can do that and when I can see some little glimpse of them achieving their goals and know that maybe I had some little part of being their cheerleader or whatever it is that made them take that step or be there when when things cuz you know it isn't even when we're out there all these years it is not easy, so we need to surround ourselves 
with positive people. That's why I think um, NAFI is such a great organization because we, we are the biggest global women's network in the world, and we're, they're headquartered in New York. We have um, People can decide just to join NAFI and get the benefits uh, that they offer. If you go to the NAFI website, which is www.nafi.com, you'll be able to see some of the things they offer, and a year membership is only $39. Also, if you are the type of person that want to connect with a network on the site, you can click on con- local uh, networks and you can see if there is a local network in your area. And if there is not, perhaps you want to start one. NAFI's always looking for people to start affiliate networks because they don't have any networks of their own. They only have affiliate networks. My role, um, I've been the regional coordinator for NAFI for almost 12 years now, and I'm the regional coordinator for the the Western and the Mid-Atlantic region. So I also get to interact with wonderful women all over the country. Uh, Within Southern California, we have started the 4U networks, which are NAFI affiliate networks, and we have, I think, 12 or 13 of them. And I actually run three of those networks, one in South Orange County, California, that meets in at Sarducci's restaurant in San Juan Capistrano on the third, a fourth Tuesday of each month at 6.30, and then I run two in Marietta. One is a breakfast meeting, I mean, I'm sorry, a lunch meeting, which meets at 11.30 on the same day, which is the second Wednesday of each month, and the other is a dinner meeting, which meets at 5.30 on the same day, and both of them have different speakers. And the networks actually have time for networking, a chance for building relationships, having somebody be your cheerleader and help you grow both personally and professionally. So, again, there's that option of whether you want to connect with a network or whether you just want to take advantage of being able to connect with the NAFI women all over the country. And NAFI has a national calendar where you can post your Say you're a speaker or you're doing events, you can post it on the national calendar for free. So for $39 a year, it's, I think it's the best kept secret in the world. And they also two years ago went global. So not only are they in the U.S., they're global as well. So you know, so what we've talked about tonight, we were supposed to have a guest, and I think she something must have happened. She's an expert on webinars. Um, Pamela Harper, but um, somehow she um, did not connect with us. So I'm just trying to give you an overview of a lot of things that you can do. As I said, webinars are great. Blogs are great. Signing in on local, um, some of the um, social networks. You know, Twitter's really easy. You just sign in to www.twitter.com. And you can um, give yourself, get yourself a Twitter name, and you can post. You know, it's only 140 characters, and what you want to do is post less than that, so people can tweet you back. Like you could do, maybe you're going to be speaking. Um, and a good example of that one one month, I was doing a speaking engagement in Palm Springs, and I just put on my Twitter, "We'll be at the spa hotel speaking tonight at seven o'clock." For, and I put the name of the group, and three people showed up that the group didn't know but who heard, had heard of me and lived in the Palm Springs area and decided they wanted to show up. So usually if um, a lot of us that are professional speakers and writers and things like that, we will use Facebook or 
uh, Twitter or some of those. Uh, some of my members is really funny. Uh, I have a couple of really great gals that are just experts in um, Facebook. And a lot of times while we're at uh, my South Orange County meeting, they're actually taking pictures of what's happening and the people that are there, and they're Twittering it out and putting it on Facebook. And by the time I get home, I've already seen all these messages and pictures that have happened that night. Um, I'm not that good yet, but I'm learning. Um, I just recently learned how to get a fan page on um, Facebook. So if you're on Facebook, let me give you that little tip if you don't have a fan page. What you do is you get to your Facebook homepage, and on the one side, scroll down, uh, I think it's the left, and you'll see ad advertising and ads or something like that. Click on that. When you get to that page, it says add a page. And you click on that and then just and you call it whatever you want. So you call it your fan page. So that's how you begin your fan page. Um, I know I did mine. I didn't know how to do it, and then I learned. And I think within a week I had over 200 people on it. So, it, again, that's another way to get your name out. It's all of these wonderful things that we can do to build our brand. It's not just, we, we don't have to take this journey alone. We need to connect with others, and we need to recommend others. We need to open up our databases, and, and um, we need to open up our, um, what, you know, they always say how to op open up our Rolodexes and share it. I know I'm always sharing my Rolodexes with everybody because I think it's important. I think we can do a lot. And I'm very excited uh, for my South Orange County dinner meeting in April and my Marietta lunch meeting. I have a fabulous speaker. Her name is Michelle Burquist, and she is going to talk to you how to have a million-dollar Rolodex. And she's incredible. Um, I saw her in action this past week. She put together an event in San Diego that I went to, and 400 women was like a networking event, and 400 women of all ages, all ethnic groups, all types of business showed up and just had a fabulous time. She plans to do that same thing in Orange County coming up soon. Also uh, met a fabulous woman the other day who, again, when we when we um, get our name out there and show up, people find us. We don't always have to find all these people, but um, I want to tell you about this gal because she's really pretty cool. She has um, it's called Win Network, and they're going to have a big conference in in um, California, and it's going to take place in April, and they're going to have a couple thousand women there. So, again, that would be a great place to show up. Let me see if I can quickly put my hands on her contact information because I just, you know how sometimes when you meet someone you just know that they are the person that you were meant to meet. Well, this is how um, I got to meet her. She contacted me and she said, you know, four people said that we needed to meet. And so she was on her way at airports and running between planes. Um, but she she said, I wanted to, to connect. Her name is Paula Sellingham, F-E-L-L-I-N-G-H-A-M. And she's the CEO of the Women's Information Network. And their website is www, and then dot, the, and win, W-I-N, online.com. And they're doing a conference... Um, in LA coming up, and it's going to be great. 
the conference, if you go online, you'll be able to see the dates on it. It's called the Global Women's. Okay, it's called the Inter. It's called International Convention. Be the Change, April seventeenth, in Los Angeles. There'll be a couple thousand people. And you know what's really fabulous about it? It's affordable. You know, it's not big bucks. I think it's like thirty nine dollars or something like that. It's a. It's uh. Let's see. It's April seventeenth, eight thirty to five. And it's at the Westin Los Angeles Airport Hotel, which is at 5400 West Century Boulevard in Los Angeles. They also got a great rate. And if you register now early, it's only $35. And if you want to have a VIP upgrade, it's 65 And they have fabulous, some fantastic speakers that are coming in to be there. So people like Debbie Allen, uh, she is, you know, the millionaire, uh, millionaire Entrepreneur Women's Program. Sheila Hunt, she's the producer of the new hit show, We Make My Life. Bernie Doman, he's the CEO of CEO Space, and they help hundreds of thousands of highly successful entrepreneurs. In fact, my partner, June, has been in Vegas these last two weeks at a CEO, I guess it's a CEO convention. Jeff McGee, he teaches women how to succeed in business and how to expand their business into global markets. Dolores Presley, she teaches women how to enhance their personal power for happy, healthy, and all kinds of entertainment. Let's see who else they have. Uh, I know I'm going to be there because it's going to be really, really great. And she's great. I mean, I just love the whole concept. So, again, go to their website, www.thewinonline.com. They do events all over the country called Girls' Night Out, and they're looking for people to even start additional events called Girls' Night Out. So uh, we could we could actually do that. Let me. Uh, so we could actually add those people in. Let me see who's online with us. Hold on. I see we have somebody online with us. Who is this? Hi, Robbie. It's Deborah Simpson. Hi, Deborah. I heard I you talking about webinars, and I thought maybe I could help you out there yeah, with a little bit you. of information. My guest, my guest didn't show up, and we have 13 minutes. And you hey, are, I was, been you there, are done the that. expert. So well, I, I do them every week, so it, well, it made sense to call in and maybe offer up some help if you wanted some questions answered. I'd love answered. to have some. So why don't you tell us a little bit about somebody, you know, from a person that doesn't know anything, how would they begin? begin well there are so many different ways to do webinars um, there are uh, a lot of applications that you can use that you just can share your desktop or go to meeting I think the easiest way to start doing webinars is um, you know you can put a PowerPoint presentation uh -huh. together uh-huh. I have lots and, of those. Yes, and you know there's that slideshare.com where you can actually upload your PowerPoint presentations and make them public. Okay. So most everybody has Microsoft. I've never heard of that. That's great to know that. I didn't know that. It's a yeah, and it will interface with your LinkedIn account. So if you upload your PowerPoint presentation to slideshare.com, you'll uh -huh. be able to show it off on your LinkedIn profile. Oh, wow, I like that. Yeah, and you know, most everybody can work with PowerPoint. Uh, most everybody has Microsoft Office and 
has access to PowerPoint. So that's probably one of the easiest ways. And if you have it on SlideShare, that means that the people who are attending your webinar, because now you could do it via freeconferencecall.com or one of the other conference call services. So if you can imagine, you would sit at your computer and you would bring your PowerPoint presentation up and you could put it into your slideshow format where you're just pressing the buttons and it changes each slide. And then you're communicating with all your attendees via telephone, a conference call type line, and they're logged on to your slideshare.com and they're watching your PowerPoint presentation. And you can tell them, let's change to the next slide and they can click and look at your next PowerPoint slide while you deliver the audio to them. So that's probably one of the easiest beginner ways to do it. And that way you have the audio and you have the PowerPoint presentation that you could let them have after the fact. Because most of the time when we do webinars, there's the difference between a webinar and a teleseminar is a teleseminar is strictly audio, and we use a conference call line. A uh-huh. webinar adds the visual component to it. Oh, now, now, whether your visual component is creating a PowerPoint presentation and putting on it on a share feature like slideshare.com and letting the people on the phone know, just go here and, and click on this link and you'll see the slideshow and just tap along with me as I share information with you. So that's well, the easiest way. Yeah, let me check. Who else joined us? Sheila Hello? Who? Hello? Oh, hi. hi there, Sheila. Nice to have you with us. Um, Deborah, how can you interact um, with with doing webinars? I was reading something about where you could have a camera or something. You know where you can use those. What is what you know those cameras where people could actually see you? Is that yes? Is that well, more difficult to do or? Well, the one one of the things. So you're talking about um, a service. It's uStream, just the letter uStream dot TV. A lot of us have webcams for our camera. If you have a relatively new laptop, you may have a webcam as well as a microphone built into your laptop. So you can start to have a video. It's more like a video conference because one of the things you're – well, I suppose if you had a video camera that you could point to your screen, you could show a presentation. That would be an easier service to use if you just wanted to chat to people. Now, you do with some of the services – have the opportunity to have several people who also have webcams have their webcams up and running so you can almost have a a group um, event via webcams. But I think one of the most popular services is something like GoToMeeting or GoToWebinar where you get a what we call a virtual conference room. Uh-huh. and you upload your PowerPoint presentation to that, and the audio is included. You can either um, call in or you can listen live on your computer and use your computer microphone. Then you can take questions as well. 
Yeah. So, but, but you're saying that if somebody's really just starting out, that that slide share is the best way to begin. And then as you get experience, then you could start using like that go to webinar and and do more of that. Is that what you're really recommending? Um, yes, you know, even if you wanted to, Robbie, you're blogging. Of course, I, I'm a WordPress programmer, so I'm blogging all the time. You could even go to your blog, and you could create a blog post with images, because if you create a PowerPoint presentation, PowerPoint has a feature that lets you export the slides out of PowerPoint as JPEGs, which is what we use on the Internet. Uh So, again, if you have your presentation put together in PowerPoint, you can look for that export feature and save your slides as JPEGs, and then you could simply go over to your blog post, upload one picture, maybe a brief line or two caption, and then a paragraph return, upload the second slide, a brief paragraph or one or so, and then the next slide, and you can see how they could go simply to a blog post on your blog and wow. see your PowerPoint slides. Wow, that's great. I didn't know And you that. know that slideshare.com that I told you about? Uh-huh. If you uploaded your PowerPoint presentation to slideshare.com, they actually give the code to you. All you have to do is copy it and paste it into your blog, and you can do what we call embedding the slideshow. So when people come to your blog post, the slideshow is already there in its slideshow format, and they simply click to follow along with you. Oh, wow, I like that, because I, I can't tell you how many PowerPoints I have, because, you know, I, well, do a lot of, I do tons of training, and I usually do a lot of, you know, put it together in a PowerPoint. I may not use PowerPoint on the wall that much, but I use a lot of it as the handouts and stuff. Right, so let me tell you a couple of ways that you could use webinars to leverage your, your business. Okay. You could, you could do what I do. Every week I have a webinar class. Uh, the first week is Facebook, then Twitter, blogging, and products. So you could actually teach a two-hour webinar or a multi-hour webinar and charge for that. Uh-huh. What you would do is you would offer a free sampler webinar. Right. Where you would sort of give the overview, and then you would have your call to action at the end for them to register for the full webinar. Yeah, so that you just give them enough to whet their appetite, and then exactly. they want to come back for more. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, so when you're doing these classes, you're doing them. They're online, and you're doing them. You saying you're doing them weekly, or what are you doing? Right, I do them weekly. Oh, I'd love for you to send that to me so we could send it out to all of our NAFI members. Because sure. There's so many of us that are, you know, I just I was so excited yesterday. I learned how to move a page in, in Publisher. Thanks well, to my wonderful know, women that came in and they, you know, walked me through it. And But that was a big excitement for me. I found that the greatest need is actual hands-on webinars, So I do use a desktop sharing tool, and in my webinars, I walk people through the actions to actually get the tasks done. I found that a lot of the chambers and business organizations have speakers come in, and they give a more overview. No one actually gets in and says, no, you have to tap that button right there, and no, right in that space, you type this. Yeah, I like that. That's how I learn. 
I yeah. learn by doing. When somebody gives me all that stuff, I go crazy. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what this person did. They typed it out and said, okay, now you do this and this. And it, I was so exciting. Well, first I learned how to left justify, and then I learned how to move a page. I mean, I, I know how to do publisher. that in PowerPoint. I know how to do it in PowerPoint, but I had never done it in Publisher. Mm-hmm. So I felt like I, somebody gave me a million dollars. There you go. <laughs> so we have four minutes remaining. So uh, um, wh- how can somebody find your classes? I'd love for you to put this on here because I think what you're doing is fabulous. Well, let me tell you just um, part of what the advantage is in participating in having your own blog, using the social networking and really being active online is I have a very simple name, Deborah Simpson, D E B R A S I M P S N. It is S O N. I misspelled my own name. Um, I, it's my mission at Facebook to friend all the other Deborah Simpsons in the world. All you have to do is Google Deborah Simpson and you'll find me. But my okay. website is syndicatingyourcontent.com because I help people with passionate messages syndicate their content online. Wow, that's good. And the webinar schedule is on that page. And then you've got another thing you do that you're just such an expert at is you're someplace and you take pictures and you know before people get home it's on Facebook and Twitter. That's amazing. That's amazing. (laughs) I want to learn how to do that. It's great. You know, it incurs a lot of goodwill. So if you're someone involved in the leadership of a membership organization Uh at events that you host, being able to have the opportunity to take those pictures. And then what I do is, for instance, the networking events I go to, I take the picture and then I make sure and get their website address. So when I send their picture up to Twitter, I also include a link to their website. Yeah, I saw you and I've seen you in action. So you in action the other night with those 400 women. Oh, wasn't fabulous. that a fabulous mixer? Yeah. Oh, my oh, goodness. Michelle's, yeah, I can't wait for her. She's speaking for our South South yeah, she has and Marietta. And very I want valuable talk. and wonderful information. Yeah, and I want you to – I was trying to think how we could do something where you could actually – we could do a hands-on with you. I think that – let's talk about that. We will, I, yes. So, um, so when's your next class? I don't have one this week because it's the holiday week, mm-hmm. but uh, they are on Wednesday afternoons at 4 p.m. Pacific time. Wednesday afternoons. Afternoon, mm-hmm. 4 p.m., okay. So the Pacific. first, yeah, the first Wednesday of the month at uh, 4 p.m. Pacific time for two hours. Uh-huh. I have uh, Facebook, and then the second week I do Twitter. The third week we build a WordPress.com blog for those who don't have a web presence or would like to test out blogging before they go for the big one and get the self-hosted and, like and my how, site how is. How much are the class? We only have one minute. They're only $39. Oh, wow. Put me, I want to be in the next one. Excellent. Yeah, I'm good. I'm learning. I'm getting there, girl. Uh, Robbie, you are doing a great job. Kudos to you, girl, for going for it. Hey, listen, thanks for joining us because, but I want to get you on a whole show where we can okay. really go into this because we're, you know, cutting down the hours, but, um, um, because I think the way you teach and the way you explain things is so easy for people to understand. Thank you. Yeah, and you need to connect with my friend. Uh, um, her name is Janet Powers, and she has Diva Toolbox, www.divatoolbox.com. Excellent. You need to meet. She's fabulous. She's in Boston. She has a, Look at her website. 
Okay. www.divatoolbox. I think you have something, and I think you should post some of your articles that are free on her site. Oh, I will. And she's got a huge database that hits her site all the time. And um, anyway, I'm going to be closing down and glad that you came on board and glad that you're on Sheila, too. And we both learned something. I know I did. I, I love it. Yep. I love these yep. new things that we learn all the time. It's so exciting. How did you learn? So if we, tell me. can you tell me in a few seconds? Me? Yeah. Just doing... Uh, I ended up, I have a publishing background. I ended up as a total fluke working for McGraw-Hill in the new media department here in Carlsbad, and I went to Miracosta, and I learned how to program. Wow. So I'm a web programmer, but I focus only on blogs. Yeah. I love doing my blog. I just really do. I mean, And, you know, having my own personal blog, I like it a lot. And now you're not I a programmer, to... are you? No. No, you're not. Anybody can do a blog. It's great. Yeah. It's easy. Everybody should do well, it. Well, I want to learn how to do a webinar because I really have a lot I want to share with people on stuff that I've learned along the way. So I want to get one of those classes you do, do webinars. Mm-hmm. Okay. I need to learn that. All right, my friends. We're over. The show is down. So thank you for calling in and thank you for sharing. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. All right. Bye. Sheila, you still there? Sheila? She's gone. I need to dial.